I'm Michelle Long. Time for a daily market wrap this Friday, November 4, 2022. Philippine shares managed to end higher even as inflation ran hotter than expected in October. Investors also pricing in the 75 basis point rate hike the Banco Central committed to do in its policy meeting on November 17th. Economist Alvin Ang says inflation peak is likely still two to three months away and reining back inflation is not just the central bank's job. just encountered a, a major typhoon that uh, affected the whole country and you know that the inflation report that it is heard is talking about food as the main culprit and this is most likely uh, going to continue in the next uh, two, three months uh, considering the challenges uh, not only in the Philippines but worldwide on the food supply chain. The PSP uh, technically you know, has no uh, direct control over su- supply issues. They can. The, the rate hikes are mainly for the demand side, but since you are encountering supply side challenges, then it has to be two-pronged. It has to be the work together with the executive and the monetary policy. For the day, the PSE index made a last-minute U-turn, finishing up by half a percent for the day to 61.85, also notching its third weekly gain. First, Metro Securities' Royce Aguilar still seeing more headwinds ahead. Still higher than expected, so the market should experience some downward pressure uh, in the next trading days, definitely. Of course, it would be a mix of, let's say, bad news is good news, mainly because Investors are maybe thinking, okay, maybe the BSP will be more aggressive in terms of interest rates, which will be, which which will likely result in an appreciation of the peso. I think what the market is not yet pricing is in terms of geopolitics. We're seeing the likes of, you know, what could be like China, Taiwan, Iran, Saudi Arabia. In corporate stories, Metrobank posts a 77% jump in third quarter profit to 7.8 billion pesos on account of higher interest income on investment securities and on loans and receivables. Total provision for credit and impairment losses down to $1.87 billion for the quarter from $2.99 year-on-year. This brings nine-month net income to $23.4 billion, also up 45%. Meanwhile, Aboitis Equity Ventures benefited from foreign exchange gains, with third-quarter consolidated net income hitting 9.6 billion pesos, up 57%, bringing nine-month profit to $21.4 billion. Without the one-off gains, nine-month income would be down 17% to $16.1 billion. Aboitis Power, which contributes the lion's share to the holding group's total, saw its contribution fall 16% to just $10 billion, primarily due to AEV's reduced ownership of Aboitis Power to just 52% from 77 due to its strategic partnership with Jera. While Union Bank's contribution went down by 5%, the group's non-listed food unit, including Pilmico, saw contribution plunge 83% due to rising input costs on the back of expensive commodities, including soybean and wheat. While its cement business saw weaker demand due to pre-election construction ban and post-election transition, plus higher commodity prices. And finally, Universal Rabina posted record high sales in the third quarter, with revenue jumping 32% to nearly $37 billion on the back of strong reopening momentum. The Chippy and C2 maker sites, higher sales volumes, program price increases, and cost savings. This brings nine-month profit to $9.3 billion, still lower year-on-year due to the absence of one-off gains from the sale of assets from last year. Core income, excluding those one-offs, up 9%. 
And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.